Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this basketball season? Test your skills on prize picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/get100 and use code get100. That's code get100 at prizepicks.com/get100. For a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whenever or wherever you're listening to or watching us. This is the NHL DFS strategy show over here at Osmo.com, and I am your host, Michael Clifford. Joining me in this game of pistols only in the complex is Osmo's resident single-entry golden gun, Joshua Harris. Josh, how are we doing today, bud? Pretty good. Uh, last night was a... <laughs> it should have been a better slate, like 11 games. There should be more passive victory, but there was... One path to victory last night, and you had to had Mika Zibanejad, who was your hat trick pick, and he did actually have a hat trick. So, I, I guess yeah, he, not bad. Yeah, you had to have like the right combinations. Rocco Grimaldi had a four goal game. He wasn't actually in the winning lineup, which is crazy, but you had yeah, a- that was uh, that was the weird thing about about that slate last night is that the winning lineup in the eleven dollar didn't have Rocco Grimaldi, and Rocco Grimaldi had a four goal game. Um, I think one of the lineups leading had both Zabanjad and Grimaldi uh, late into the slate and then got passed by uh, a blank and in shutout and Junas Donskoy with the goal and the shot bonus. It was a wild slate. Let's talk about that slate for a minute because you had, like we, t- we talk about Mika Zabanjad going, you know, nuclear last night. He had six points uh, against the Flyers for the second time in a week. Um, but it wasn't just him, right? Like Ryan Strom had a four-point game. Adam Fox had five assists. Pavel Buchnevich had a couple goals, including a shorthanded tally. But like guys like Kreider and Panarin did almost nothing. So like full stacking um, the Rangers top line or something might not have gotten you there. You really had to have the right players. Um, and it would have been a weird stack because Buchnevich wasn't on the power play and Panarin was, but he didn't do anything. Kreider was on the top line. Um, he didn't do anything, but Buchnevich did. So it was it was weird stacks that got there, but um, Rangers really came through. 
Yeah, and usually when I stack Rangers, like I, I hate leaving Buchnevich off because, but he's not on the top power play. So sometimes what I like to do if I have like the space is go like Zabajan, uh, Kreider, Panarin, Fox, something like that. But like that would have just that would have crashed and burned. I mean, I would have cashed, but it would have it would have been nothing special last night. So I mean, I didn't have Rangers last night. Um, I don't know why I should have homered myself and put them in, but. For some reason, I played Pittsburgh last night, which was like the third time all season. I have to charge my phone. Okay. Yeah, and Pittsburgh, um, they had a late goal that really pushed people over the top. Um, they had a late – they had an empty – Buffalo Sabres hadn't won in like 15 or 16 games. Like Jack Eichel's hurt. They're down 3 nothing with three minutes left, and they pull the goalie. I have to think. I'm just thinking in my head, like the GM was coaching last night because the coaches went into COVID protocol. Uh, I have to think that was just kind of the GM trying to save his job a little bit because (laughs) it made absolutely no sense to pull that. They were not scoring three goals in two and a half minutes with those players on the ice. They just don't have the talent. Yeah. And that's funny because like the, the Sabres coaches are in uh, quarantine and they still suck. The Rangers, Coach is going to quarantine and they, have, they can't stop scoring now. So That's like, the funny he, thing, right? David can. Quinn hasn't been there yeah. for over a week and they're, they're averaging like six goals <laughs> a game. They're just going bananas. But there's a lot of other stuff on the slate too. Like that Nashville game ended up 7-1. Rocco Grimaldi, he, he had a hat trick in the first 10 minutes of the game. And the only thing that ruined it being a natural hat trick was Ely Tolvin is scoring in there. Like they scored – four goals in a few minutes, like just a few minutes apart. Um, and eventually, um, eventually just ended up with a seven, one win. Uh, you know, that fourth line, like we said, had a great night. Rocco Grimaldi had four goals. Eric Halla had a pair of assists. Um, New York Islanders. Like I thought they looked good against Boston. Like, you know, Boston's top line is going to be their top line. Uh, they're going to do their damage, but we talked about, Jake and I talked about Islanders three on the show last night. Beauvillier scored the overtime winner. Uh, Wallstrom scored a late goal in the third period. That line has looked really good. Um, and Boston's depth has looked kind of bad. Yeah. So that third line is going to get generally decent matchups. Uh, so, and they're not like a typical third line, right? So that t- with Lee out, they kind of, their minute spread has kind of been more even. So, they're going to get good matchups against bottom sixes again and with decent minutes. So they're definitely something aligned that you want to use going forward for sure. Yeah. Especially, you know, we talked about Wallstrom starting to earn more minutes. Uh, we talked earlier in the year, how he's basically playing like 10, 11 minutes a night. He's fairly consistently 13, 14 now. Like that's definitely not where you want him to be, but it's certainly a lot better than uh, 10 or 11 minutes a night. The final thing I want to touch on is Minnesota. <laughs> that was just a crazy game. I think the final tally was Minnesota got outshot 37 to 11 and won two nothing. Um, now that's pertinent for tonight. Cause St. Louis is on the slate tonight. Uh, Cam Talbot, 37 save shutout. Minnesota didn't look very good last night. Um, St. Louis kind of did. Uh, what did you think of that game? Like, is there anything, is that just kind of a one-off game for Minnesota? Is that like, you know, maybe they're just kind of starting to slow down and St. Louis is catching up. Yeah, I'm not sure. I know, I know the blues are getting, I know the blues are getting a little bit more healthier. Uh, that, that uh, Kaprizov goal was ridiculous or maybe a combination of Bennington actually not being good. Uh, so, I mean, they won because the goaltending was kind of bad. So I don't know. Uh, it was just a one game. So if they keep, playing sluggish like that going forward, then yeah, maybe something to pay attention to, but I, I don't really take too much stock into one game. Yeah. I wouldn't put too much into it, um, but uh, St. Louis is playing here tonight. So we do have to pay attention to that game. We'll talk about it a little bit more, uh, a little bit later on. Um, while we have you guys here, if you could do us a big favor and like, and subscribe. Um, it really helps us out a lot here. It grows the channel. Um, gets us to the top of the algorithm that day. Um, and it really, uh, it just, you know, make, ensures that we can keep these shows coming to you uh, on a daily basis. Cause with MLB and NBA around the corner, uh, <laughs> there may be uh, some days uh, where we just may not be able to, to get out there. So the more uh, love you guys could show us, the better the chance that we have uh, bringing these shows almost on a daily basis as we have been for pretty much two and a half months now. 
Uh, and also a reminder that if you're not able to watch your favorite Osmo shows on YouTube, almost all of our Osmo YouTube shows are available through the Osmo Podcast Network. We have a podcast for every sport and we're available on every major platform. So head on over to Osmo.com slash podcast to check out the latest. If you leave us a five-star review on any one of our podcasts with your Twitter handle and email or email address, uh, you're eligible to win a free week of Osmo Plus Platinum. Uh, one winner is awarded every Friday, and reviews are, are eligible for up to one year. So if you leave one now, uh, you could win one around Christmas or after Christmas next year. Um, all you have to do is leave us a five-star rating on one of our podcasts with your tw- Twitter handle or email address. Uh, good luck, you guys. So uh, we may as well dig into the slate tonight because we do have a four-game slate we need to talk about. So let's get to our first game here. We have This is a redux of a game from last night. Uh, The New Jersey Devils have a 2.5 implied goal total. Washington Capitals have a 3.5 implied goal total. Um, Last night, like, I I didn't think Washington looked particularly good. uh, But I don't think, you know, that's a huge cause for concern for me in particular. One, um, you know, there have been enough games where I've watched Washington look bad and they just absolutely pummel a team the very next night. Um, they've proven it enough times that one bad game doesn't necessarily portend uh, things to come. Uh, but it was really a back and forth game last night. Um, you know, one, one, and then two, one, and then three, two, and then three, three, then four, three, like it was a really good back and forth game. Uh, one thing that surprised me last night was how high of getting Kuznetsov's ownership is, was, and tonight we have him as the fourth, highest owned player on the slate at least as of our last ownership run over 30 percent and our highest owned center so um there's only four games so we have we definitely have to touch on both sides we need to talk about both sides but i think there's going to be a lot more interest in washington for most people so why don't you start there josh yeah so uh, short slate (laughs) chalk ovechkin is always a conundrum for me i mean this is the problem that I have with Ovechkin tonight. Like people just don't full stack anymore. And we've talked about it yesterday. Sometimes full stacking isn't even optimal. Like last night with the Rangers, it wasn't optimal. So the ownership on Ovechkin tonight is going to be ridiculous. Um, the one thing that maybe will bring down that lines ownership is Sprong moved up there. Um, and he played more than half the game with Kuznetsov and Ovechkin. So if you are using Caps one, maybe, you know, include Sprong. Um, that being said, like, for me personally, it's just hard for me to get behind Capitals chalk in GPPs. Like, if I was playing cash and GPPs, what I'd do is I'd play Caps and cash, and I'd probably fade in GPPs. But on the flip side, right, the Devils are playing, like, five games in, what, seven or eight nights, which is a problem. It's just a lot of hockey, and it's not Mackenzie Blackwood. It's Scott Wedgwood, who's not as good as Mackenzie Blackwood. That being said, five games in seven nights is a lot. But luckily for the Devils, they're a fairly young team, but their their best line has been old man Zajac, which is – so, like, I've been going back and forth on what to do in the Caps tonight. I think, for me personally, I'm fading in GPP just as an ownership play. Like, we have Ovechkin uh, – projected at 39% right now. I would imagine in some like smaller field tournaments, he's going to get up around 50 or over 50%. So the danger is like him having like an Ovechkin game, even if he doesn't get two goals, even if he has like a goal, but if he has like eight shots on goal, he's going to hit his value. But at that percentage, I think you have to take the risk and well, I'm going to take the risk. You don't have to take the risk. If you want to play Ovechkin, he's easily the best player on the slate. So if you want to take the risk and hope that he has like a subpar game, even if he gets 20 DK points, maybe it won't kill you and you can leverage yourself elsewhere. Um, I think what you can do maybe is how we talk about the caps is like power play stack, but do different power play stacks because Ovechkin's on both units. I mean, you can do like Ovechkin with Kuznetsov and, and Vrana Ovechkin with Kuznetsov and Wilson so, I mean, you can you can mix and match, and I think John Carlson's a great play tonight too. So, like, the Caps are the best play on plays on the slate tonight. Like, it's it's abundantly clear. Uh, what I'm the reason I'm fading is because ownership, and I'm going to hope that they have a subpar game, and I can I can leverage the field. Yeah, I 
I, I'm not going to disagree with anything you said. I think it makes a lot of sense to not, you know, if you're in single entry, three max, something like that, to not play Washington or to not stack Washington tonight, at least, you know, maybe you can one off somebody. It makes, it makes sense not to stack them because, you know, if watch, if something happens, you know, we've seen Wedgwood play well this year. I, you know, there was a spot earlier this year. It was similar to this um, where Wedgwood, uh, was a starter and he came in and just you know destroyed our dreams uh it was actually it was against the islanders if i'm not mistaken um his sec it was his second game he came in and had a shutout like those things happen now the islanders um aren't the caps but um it you know it's just something to to keep in mind but i think the games played in such a did you miss your deadline to renew your medicaid coverage you can still send your completed annual review form to healthy connections medicaid You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com slash renew to learn more. Short time, I think, is a really important point here. Um, You brought it up, how much hockey they've been playing lately. Um, it's something I talk, I've been talking about on, you know, on a lot of streams this year. And it seems to have been working out that when you go against teams playing five and eight, um, it, it seems to have mostly been working out. It didn't work out last night, um, but St. Louis put up 37 shots uh, to 11. So it's, I don't, I like, I don't think it was bad process. It was just bad results. Like I was telling our, our, our Slack chat users uh, a little earlier, I think, and like, I don't, I don't want to say this because I, I get that my opinion can really influence how people view the slate, but five games in seven nights is just way, 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 way too much hockey for, for anyone, uh, for any professional athlete. It's just way too much hockey. We've seen five and eights um, fall on their faces. Like we had a five and eight uh, Calgary go into Ottawa and just get blasted like six, one or something like that. Like what's New Jersey going to do uh, against Washington. So uh, like, I'm having a hard time seeing like maybe Wedgwood stands on his head. Maybe the Caps just have an off game on a B2B or something like that. But I'm having a hard time seeing how they just don't obliterate the devils here tonight. Like I, I that's just kind of the way uh, I'm looking at this game. So uh, in my lineups, I'm going very heavy Washington. Um, but as Josh mentioned, with so many different line combinations that they've had, like you, you can get really, really different with Washington and they all make sense. Like, um, like he said, Daniel Sprong played about half the game on the top line with Kuznetsov and Ovechkin, but Richard Panic got a few shifts there at the start of the game and TJ Oshie uh, played the rest. So, you know, if people aren't going to play TJ Oshie because they think he's going to be the full-time third line center, um, great. I'm going to play a ton of TJ Oshie because he's still going to play probably half the game on the top line. He's still going to play with them on the power play. That's more than enough for me uh, in this matchup. I will say, the one thing that that does concern me about stacking Washington here is that we are pretty heavy uh, on using Washington uh, for their power play, and they're not drawing very many opportunities. So far this year, they're 29th in power plays drawn per game, uh, and New Jersey's in the bottom 10 by time shorthanded per game. So this could be a game where we only see one or two Washington power plays. So that's that's one thing that's keeping me from getting really crazy with my stacks and like stacking across power plays or something like that. Cause like I don't, and I mean, New Jersey's tired, so maybe they do take some sloppy and lazy penalties. Um, but I, I, I'm not expecting a ton of power plays for Washington here tonight. So um, I'm going to try to stick mostly with power play units. The one thing I'm going to do a lot of is double center stack who's nets off with Backstrom. Um, it's just not something a lot of people like to do. And this is something that's gone back, going back years, even when Backstrom and Kuznetsov were playing the same PP unit, uh, they wouldn't play them together. I think you're completely fine playing them here tonight, even though they're on different lines, different PP units, because Alex Ovechkin uh, is the connecting thread uh, between the two of them. Um, Ovechkin plays with Backstrom uh, on the power play and he plays with Kuznetsov both on the power play and at five on five. So um you know, if that Washington power play does go off and Backstrom could, you know, put up an assist or two, uh, it gives him a real good chance of going off here in this game. So, like, I'm, I'm, I have concern that Washington isn't going to get a lot of power plays to have a night where, you know, they get three power play goals or something like that. 
Um, but at the same time, I still think that this is a good enough matchup where you can stack across lines and across power plays. Uh, so I'm going to be, you know, Ovechkin, Kuznetsov, Backstrom, Carlson, Ovechkin, Backstrom, Oshie, Carlson, um, Ovechkin, Vrana, Backstrom, Kuznetsov, Carlson, you know, six-man onslaughts. Uh, I'm going to be in uh, on Washington fairly heavily here tonight. On the New Jersey side, the thing that we have to really mention is that Pavel Zaka uh, jumped up and uh, skated with Palmieri uh, and Jack Hughes. So that's a line that I actually would have interest in because I think ostensibly that would be three of their four best offensive forwards uh, playing on the same line together, if not like three of five or something like that. Um, and uh, Zaka and Palmieri both play the same power play together. But the thing is, is like Washington's been a pretty good defensive team lately, right? Um, if you look, uh, if you look at their five on five over the last few weeks, and this is like something we like to do often, like just look back how a team has been playing recently uh, over the last 10 games, Washington, uh, 1.78 expected goals against per 60 minutes, better than teams like Toronto, Boston, the Islanders, Minnesota. Like, they've been really, really good defensively lately. So that's why I'm not super high on New Jersey, um, but I'm, you know, not going to begrudge anybody for using him. Nick Merkley is a guy that's jumping out to me a, a little bit. Uh, he had 148 shots in 54 games in the AHL last year, and he's getting some power play time for New Jersey. Um, I think he makes sense as a one-off. Um, I think that's it for the forwards. What do you see on the blue line here? Because I think there could be multiple defensemen from both teams. Yeah, so obviously Carlson is going to be the best play and the wildly chalky play. But, um, you know, the prices on the on these Devils defensemen are, are okay. Like Ty Smith, 3600 He's going to see some ownership just based on the price, and he's power play one. And like you said, Caps have been very good defensively, so – I don't know. I, I prefer to one-off Damon Severson at 4,000. Um, he just has the peripherals. Uh, he blocks some shots, puts some shots in goal, gets secondary power play time. Uh, if you want to play PK Subban, if you're still on the Subban train, I think that's fine as well. But for me, really, this is about Carlson. Uh, and if you want to, you know, like we talked about Ovechkin playing on all the power play units, I think you can put him with Justin Schultz on the secondary power play. Uh, I think that is fine. The funny thing is, like, Orlov has been 2,500 all year. He scored last night. Now he's up to 3,700. So he's not going to get any ownership tonight. Uh, so if you want to go back there, because he sees decent minutes, you can. I prefer him being cheaper, but Schultz on power play, too, makes sense. For me, you can even pair him with Ovechkin to be have a unique two-man. Yeah, Orlov – wait, Orlov 2,600, right? I don't know what yeah. I'm looking at. Um, it, yeah, it was Dmitry Orlov is 2,600 oh, on DraftKings. Oh, I'm looking at the FanDuel pricing. Oh, okay. Um, I was, yeah, I was wondering, I thought maybe I had something wrong there yeah. because I had, I had Orlov written down as a guy to use because he's second at five on five time on ice, but, uh, in Washington oh, yeah. over the last couple of weeks. So he's starting to earn more ice time. So I do have some interest in Orlov, um, here. Um, one thing I will say that was interesting from last night. Um, before we uh, jump to the next game, Washington too went out mostly against the New Jersey third line. Like it seemed like they're almost sheltering Nick Backstrom and Jacob Vrana, which feels weird to me, but kind of makes sense because they had used that third line in a shutdown role earlier in the year. And the top line is going to get its minutes no matter what. So it kind of made sense that that second line got some minutes against the New Jersey bottom six but you know it just makes me like like that second line um a little bit more uh either of the goalies you playing Wedgwood are you playing Samson off I think like if you're fading the caps I think Wedgwood has some merit I wouldn't do it in one to three but if you are MMEing and you have some caps fades I think you can put in Wedgwood uh it it does concern me that it is a back-to-back but I think if the Devils are really that tired Wedgwood's gonna see the volume so I think that's okay 7,000 uh Samsonov 30 or 8,100 he's projected is probably the chalkiest goalie tonight uh I think he's he's a good play uh if you're spending up especially if you're using caps uh there's some cheaper goalies that I like better as a one-off but I don't mind. He has, he has legit shutout potential tonight, I believe. 
Yeah, I'm with you. I don't mind. This is one of those cases where I don't mind playing the 8100 goalie because I think he does have shutout potential here tonight. And yeah, Wedgwood. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have one or two lineups with Wedgwood wherever um, I don't have some Washington. All right, uh, we're gonna get to the next game in a second, but before we do, just wanna let everyone know that today's show is sponsored by Jock Market. If you haven't heard, Jock Market has turned fantasy sports into a stock exchange. Forget waiting until the end of the game to make money. Jock Market allows you to buy and sell shares of players in real time for real money with guaranteed payouts for all shares at the end of each night. With daily markets for NBA, NHL, and PGA, you can make real money every hour, every minute, every second of any match or game. Use the pregame IPO to pick up shares of your favorite players and buy, sell, or hold the or hold during the game based on your analysis. Download the app to get started and use our, our exclusive Osmo promo code Osmo20 for a $20 bonus on your first deposit. This is an exclusive offer only for the Osmo community, so make sure to take advantage of it today. That's Osmo20 for a $20 bonus over at Jock Market. Our producer, Tyler, I think he's still playing over at Jock Market. He's having a good time uh, over there. Uh, He's shaking his hand. Maybe Chris Russell didn't come through for him last week like he did uh, the week before. Um, But, uh, yeah, head on over to Jock Market. Uh, Anytime you can get free money, it's good money. So Osmo20 for that bonus. All right. Let's get to our next game. We have the Anaheim Ducks with a 2.3 implied goal total going into St. Louis. The Blues have a 3.3 implied goal total. Um, No confirmed goalies yet that I saw, but John Gibson is still hurt, so I assume it's going to be Ryan Miller. Uh, And Jordan Bennington played last night, so it's probably going to be Billy Huso. Um, I thought St. Louis looked really good last night. I didn't catch the whole game. I caught one period. Um, They looked probably the best that they've looked since Tarasenko has been back. I thought um, they just, they just couldn't score. Cam Talbot made 37 saves. What are you going to do? Sometimes that happens. Um, now, Anaheim, <laughs> Anaheim, we're not going to get a whole lot from them as we never do uh, before uh, warmups. Uh, so it is really tough to dig in on there, but what do you like from either side here, Josh? <sighs> I feel like we're always talking about the Ducks, and it's just <laughs> no man. So painful. It's either Jeff Carter night yeah. or like Troy Terry night. That's it. Yeah, it's That's just like oh yeah, I kind of like Troy Terry, Terry as a filler tonight. But if you look at his game logs, right, he played like <laughs> eleven minutes. Like his, <laughs> I like these ice times are just so bad. Like I I want to play like Zegers, Henrique, Terry, but their ice time is just so bad. <laughs> and going into the Blues, like they're getting healthier. They still don't have Pareko. Bennington isn't great. Billy Huso is nothing special. So like, like I, I want to get to some ducks tonight because they're going to be so low owned. But I just, I just can't get there just because their game law or well, yeah, game log. But they're you look at their ice time and it's just, it's just so bad. But of course, you know we've had uh, two th- third liners with four goals on back to back nights. So it's probably <laughs> like Sam Steele five goal night. <laughs> <laughs> so like. <laughs> Who knows? Like, but for me, like this game really is about the blues. Like this, this is top line is on the first, they kind of split their power play time, but their, their first line Schwartz, Shen, Tarasenko on the first unit, they are going to be chalky night. And with good reason, like Jaden Schwartz is 4,000. He's still supremely underpriced. Tarasenko 5,700, like Braden Shen being the most expensive player in that line. is kind of funny. So like that line is underpriced. So they're definitely going to get some ownership. It doesn't really matter who they're going to match up with. Like, I don't, I don't see how the matchups defensively matter for the Blues in this game. Like, they're going to get whoever on the Ducks, and they're going to have the advantage. So I think, you know, the Blues' top line certainly makes sense. I think the Blues' second line certainly makes sense. I'm a big Kairou guy. Like, that, that line, Kairou, O'Reilly, Perron, with Kairou up there has been very high event. So they're going to be way less owned than that Schwartz line. So I think going to the O'Reilly, Kairou, Perron line makes a lot of sense here tonight. And then you look down at this third line, and the thing that jumps out at you is Robert Thomas has been priced, and he's on power play one, um, and his ownership is not super high. So if you're trying to jam in a bunch of uh, expensive players tonight, like Ovi with like whoever else, and you need a, a cheap one-off center, I think Rob Thomas, like yeah, maybe he's not great, but he's min price against the Ducks. He's going to get the bottom six. He's on the top power play, so I think that makes sense. Like I even I. I I even like that line as a whole. Like if you want a third line, not that you really need to go full stack a third line on a four game slate. Um, 
but I kind of like that third line. This is all about the blues for me. Um, really on the, on the duck side, like, I don't know, like Maxime Contat, oh, I, can't, I can't even talk now. I'm so tilted about Sam Steele scoring five goals. Uh, Comtois is overpriced to 5,200. Uh, Raquel 6,200. Like that, that's going to be a super unique two man. And like the blues aren't, great defensively without Pareko and it's a backup goalie. There aren't a back-to-back like I really just want to have like a couple ducks here and there, but like, it's just so hard. I think it would be Comtois. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to healthy connections, Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to first choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com slash renew to learn more. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. website for details. Raquel, if I was going to do it, just because they're overpriced, which means their ownership is going to be even lower. But really, this game is all about the the blues for me. Yeah, I'm going to start on the Anaheim side just to kind of piggyback on what you were saying. Like Lundestrom, Raquel, and Comtois is basically within a thousand dollars of Shen Schwartz Tarasenko. Like when you talk about overpriced, um, that's what you want to talk. That's probably what you're referring to there. Is that that line is only about a thousand dollars off from Shen Schwartz Tarasenko, who historically been you know one of the better top lines in hockey. Um, so I agree with you that if you want to get different. Um, Raquel Comtois is probably a good way to do it. Um, you know, Lundestrom, uh, you can throw him in there as well. He's a little bit cheaper. Um, but I'm ha- yeah, like, I wouldn't three-man any Anaheim stacks here tonight. One, because I think the last game was the first time in like a month they haven't changed their lines during the game. Um, and I just don't, th- like, they just don't have a lot of offensive talent. And I'm with you, I think. You know, St. Louis is still missing Pareko, but I think they're just still trying, you know, starting to get their legs. Like, talking about Robert Thomas for a second, like, yeah, he, he, the thing with him, why he won't look good in fantasy is he doesn't shoot. Like, he just doesn't shoot at all. If you look at his, at his profile, um, you know, shot assists, shots, zone entries, all that, um, 82nd percentile over the last two seasons by shot assist, which is great. 84th percentile by controlled entry, zone entries per 60 minutes, which is great. Uh, 87th percentile in controlled zone exits per 60, which is great. Uh, 16th, 16th, 16th percentile in shots per 60. That's not good at all. So the problem with Robert Thomas is like, yeah, he can he can score. He'll score goals, but like I, I, uh, I mean, this is where it's going to come back to bite me. It's hard to see him being a player that can score a hat trick. You know what I mean? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> like it's going to be automatic now. Um, it's just he doesn't shoot enough, right? So like, if you're playing Robert Thomas, you probably can't play him as a one off because if he goes off, likely it's with assist to other guys, and that means other players have gone off. So like. If you're playing someone like Robert Thomas, I think you have to mix him in with the power play uh, where he has been playing or play him uh, with that third line. But uh, with Anaheim, I'm just, I'm going to be one-offing a lot of Anaheim players, one-off Silverberg, one-off Henrique, one-off Raquel. I'll be doing that. I just won't be full stacking uh, any lines. On the St. Louis side, um, I've already been talking about Robert Thomas, so I'll talk about St. Louis three. They're one of my favorite filler stacks um, on the entire night. Uh, we have them coming in at about 5% ownership, which like, I think that's a little high for, for a third line on a four game slate, but honestly, I think it's fine. Like I think it, 5% uh, on a three game slate is honestly fine. I think once you break it down and you start, you know, if you just do like uh, uh, a quick two man of like Thomas Hoffman and Krug, 
or just Thomas and Hoffman or something like that and leave off Sanford or leave, leave on Sanford if you want to get really different because people might just want a PP2 stack. So um, I really do like that St. Louis third line, but I think it's a Shen Schwartz Tarasenko night uh, for me here tonight. What I'm wondering about them is like, how many times are people going to keep going back to that well uh, when it keeps blowing up in their face, right? Because we have them as one of the chalkier lines on the slate, like literally right up there with with, with uh, Washington. But this is what, three or three games in a row now where, where Schwartz has been a complete bust. I think he did well in his, in his first game back, like a shot, like shot bonus. I think he had a shot bonus his first game back. Done nothing since the line's done hasn't done a ton. Um, they looked really good last night. I thought. I think this is a night uh, where they can break out against a really bad team. So I'm in on Shen Schwartz, Tarasenko. Um, but honestly, like I think one, two, and three are all in play for St. Louis here. Um, if you're playing Shen Schwartz, Tarasenko, just uh, keep in mind that is it. I just I want to make sure I have the 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 right uh blue lines here because i have i had st louis one with dunn uh, i just want to make sure that that was right here last night because they have been changing around their power play units uh, a little bit um you know since everybody came back and they did have shen schwartz they had shen schwartz tarasenko with thomas so robert thomas would be the guy like if you want to throw him in with uh shen schwartz tarasenko or take one guy out uh, take Shen out. You know what I mean? Um, if you really want to get different, I think that's the way to go about it. Uh, you can even throw in, uh, I think Mike Hoffman makes a nice one-off here tonight. Um, on the blue line, like Vinny Dunn, I think now, now that he's, you know, definitely running uh, a meaningful power play unit, like he's on the power play unit with Perron and O'Reilly and Hoffman, like he's on a meaningful power play unit, like, um, he played, he's, you know, he's still in that 19 to 20 minute range. I think he's obviously in play again. Uh, but this isn't a game really where I'm taking a lot of defensemen from, I don't know if you have a different view on this. No, I don't, I don't really like the defenseman this game outside of, of Dunn. Like if you want to use crew to correlate, that's fine. Justin Falk is, uh, a tilter for me. He's up there with Thornton and he's not on the power play. I don't think anymore. If he is, you can correlate with him. Uh, but really, this is Vinny Dunn. People are going to go back to Jamie Drysdale. Um, I guess that's fine. Uh, his price is still manageable. He is on the top power play unit, whatever you want to call that. <laughs> I mean, can you even call it a power play unit? It's fine. Like, you can put him in. Josh Manson, min price. You want to punt him for some blocks. It's fine. But really, I, I'm going to look for defensemen elsewhere. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, not too huge on the D-men. Uh, nice point uh, in chat here from Kyle Milligan. Uh, St. Louis's first home game since Bob, Bobby Plager, um, original St. Louis Blue back with the 67 expansion team, synonymous with the team, um, you know, to this day, died earlier this week uh, in a car crash. And it's their first home game since uh, since he passed. Maybe they have uh, a little bit of extra juice, a little bit of extra jump, because he really was a beloved figure around the franchise. Are those the types of things that you think, uh, you know, players get hyped up for? I mean, it's uh, only they would know. But, like, I know a bunch of DFS players who live on Narrative Street, and those players will definitely take that into account. I don't know if I can – I don't know how you quantify something like that, but maybe, I mean, if – I'm not sure professional athletes need more motivation, but maybe something like this, like, if he was that close to the team, definitely gives the guys a little bit more of a jump. Yeah, yeah, I kind of agree there. All right, in net, uh, we mentioned earlier it's going to prob- probably be Huso versus Miller, but it's not confirmed. One thing that always stuck about me with Billy Huso is I read uh, Dom LeCision's um, St. Lu- you know, I read all his team previews before the season over at the, at the athletic. Uh, and he mentioned, he thought Billy Huso was uh, probably the worst goalie in the NHL or close to the worst goalie in the NHL. And so far this season, he has an 885 overall save percentage and he's allowed at least two goals in 10 of his 11 games. So maybe Dom is right. Yeah, I mean, clearly he hasn't watched the goalies in Buffalo play, but maybe, you know, <laughs> you know he, he's not great. Like, if they're – he uh, – I mean, like, if they're giving Bennington, like, six by six, like, they have to be, like, watching Billy Huso play and go, oh, God, he's so bad. <laughs> so, like, yeah, I mean, that's why I want to use some ducks. It's just – this isn't the time to do it. I wish, like – 
the Blues are playing a competent NHL team tonight. But I guess I'd take some stabs on Ryan Miller at 6,900. I always preach about, you know, these cheap guys who see volume. The Blues put up 37 shots yesterday against the Wild. Uh, I would imagine the Ducks are worse defensively than the Wild. So I would imagine the shot volume is going to be there. Yeah, I don't think so either. I agree with everything you said. Uh, Eric Stahl traded to Montreal. Yep. I don't know How about that. Unless like they're just they're just loading up for another first round exit is all they're doing. Almost like Cockney is like actually like I heard like the Canadians the the COVID going around them is like one of the strains. So maybe Cockney is like really really sick. Yeah, that's a good point. I didn't I didn't even think of that. It very well could be. Let's hope it's not. Um, before we get to the next game, just want to uh, remind everybody that we have free stuff up on the site pretty much every day. Uh, today is no exception. We have uh, NBA player rankings, NBA super draft projections. For, so anybody playing over on super draft, we have NBA projections for you tonight. Uh, we have NHL player rankings and we have MMA fighter rankings all available for free tonight over on Osmo.com. And if you like what you see there and you want to get a little bit more of it, you can get access to all the great Osmo Plus tools and content for nearly every DFS sport out there with an Osmo Plus weekly pass for only $29.95. This includes full access to all the premium content and tools on Osmo.com, including player projections, ownership projections, our premium Slack channel, and our new March Madness package with college basketball DFS projections for every slate. If you only want to play NHL DFS, then you can sign up now for our Osmo Plus NHL weekly package for only $11.95. Stop guessing, start winning, and join Osmo Plus today. All right, let's get to our next game. We have the San Jose Sharks with a 2.6 implied goal total going into Arizona. The Coyotes have a 2.9 implied goal total. Um, Logan Couture uh, is officially game time decision but the coach seemed optimistic at his media availability that couture is going to play tonight so i'm crunching my lineups as if couture is playing um on arizona side looks like tyler pitlick um, probably out tonight um if i had to guess it would be christian fisher taking his spot on that line with their other lines staying relatively the same but arizona's like anaheim we just don't get line combinations until warm-ups so uh, I just want to make sure everybody's clear that I'm just kind of guessing on that um, educated guess, but still kind of guessing. Um, probably going to need uh, some stuff from both sides in this game because uh, these aren't really two great teams and uh, we could see some goals. So what do you like Josh? Yeah. And the problem with the coyotes is like with these lines, like you have no idea how they're going to match. I guess like, I, I actually, I, I don't really know. I would maybe assume Dvorak gets Couture. Uh, I'll, I'll say, yeah, I'll say last night, or not last night, um, in Arizona's last home game, they had Kraus uh, and Broussard um, in a checking role. So I assume like Kraus, Broussard, and uh, mm-hmm. if Christian Fisher's there with him, I assume it'll be something like Kraus, Broussard, Christian Fisher against San Jose 1. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Give me all San Jose 1! Woo! Um, yeah, so I'm I'm assuming Couture's in. I think the good news is like if you are playing with Couture and he's out, I would imagine Tomas Hurdle slots up there and he's cheaper than Couture. So you won't have to like scramble. I think he's an easy global swap if you, if you have a bunch of sharks, but if that, if that sharks line is going against Broussard, Lawson Krause and Christian Fisher, I, I mean, I'm a big sharks guy. I really like the sharks top line tonight. Uh, ownership agrees with me. They're not they're They get, they're getting about a little more than half the ownership of Washington. They're less, they're less chalky than the blues top line. I think they're in just as good of a spot. Aiden Hills and net. It's not Ronta. It's not Kemper. They're both hurt. They're going to be out for a while. Uh, the Coyotes are just a bad team. Like <laughs> the whole franchise is a mess like top to bottom. And it it reflects like, I don't know. Like the coach seems like a decent coach. Like this has to be coming from somewhere else. These line combinations, it makes no sense. Like the coyotes can have a competent top six, but they just choose not to. So I think, you know, the sharks top line is in play tonight. I I also like the Tomas hurdle, Timo Meyer combo. Um, (laughs) Patrick Marlowe is still there, which like, makes me want to throw myself down a couple flights of stairs. Like you could, there's so many other players they can put there. Like Marlowe at this stage of his career, like I don't want to like run him over with the bus, but like 
He's four. He's in his forties. He can't move. Like, just put him in the bottom six. Like, he's gonna be in the Hall of Fame. Like, he's ruining. It. Like, I know players don't care about their legacy, but like, he's like he's ruining oh. my life. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I, I want to get to the Sharks too, but I, I'm gonna leave Marl off. Like, it, it's just a mess. Um, and then on the blue line, like Burns and Carlson both back on the top power play unit. Burns has been burning people all year. He had a good game last year or last year. <laughs> he might've had one good game last year. Yeah, might've had one good game last year. Uh, last night, I think, or whenever they played last, he had like 18 DK points. So I think, you know, I think power play stacking the sharks makes sense tonight. Not many people want to use both two defensemen on a power play stack. Uh, the coyotes power play, which we keep drumming on, like, They've been getting bailed out by the goaltending. Eventually, it's going to regress to the mean. So I think this is a good spot for the Sharks' power play. And then on the uh, Coyote side, if that if it is Broussard going against Couture, uh, I kind of like this uh, Dvorak, Garland, Dryden, Hunt line, if that is the line. Um, if you want to leave Hunt off, that's fine. I think Dvorak, Garland, you know, Chikrin is a nice little three-man. If you want to leave Chikrin off because you can't afford him at 6,500, I think that's fine. But, you know, I really like Dvorak. He's one of my favorite one-off centers tonight. Yeah. I'm glad you mentioned Dvorak and Garland. Cause that's what I had uh, circled on my sheet because like we mentioned, Krause and Broussard are probably going to go out against San Jose one. And like you mentioned, uh, Marlowe's probably good. I mean, Marlowe's already dragging down that line. It, like if you look at their defensive numbers, their defensive numbers are already starting to tank with him on that line. So, <laughs> you know, this isn't just us just talking about stuff that, you know, um, we're just making up. If you look at the numbers, he, they are worse defensively with him on that line. So um, that's why I'm I'm kind of in on that Dvorak Garland. Uh, and San Jose takes a ton of penalties too, right? Yeah. Um, San Jose's second by time shorthanded this year. And Arizona's top 10 by power play opportunities per game. Like, I know, like, you don't want to go all in on an, on an Arizona power play, but if you're on a four-game slate and a home team looks like they might get four or five power plays, I think it'd be kind of foolish not to stack them. So I do really like that Dvorak-Garland-Hunt line. I'm with you. If you want to leave off uh, Hunt, I think that's fine. But we have, you know, we don't have a ton of ownership on these guys. They're both sitting around 10%, which is, you know, that's completely fine for what are effectively two first-liners. Uh, on a four game slate, I'll take 10% ownership. Absolutely no problem with that. Um, on the San Jose side, I agree with you on San Jose one. I think it makes a decent leverage spot. I'm just not sure like exactly how much I'm going to get to them because I think there are other lines that I'd want to play. Like I'd rather play Perron, O'Reilly, and Cairo, who are roughly the same price and are going to come in um, at a fifth of the ownership. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'd rather play, and I'd rather even play Ehlers, Connor, and Dubois for that matter, because they'll come in at less than half the ownership too. Now, realize on a on a four game slate that um, if a, any line goes off and you don't have them, you're probably sunk. So um, that's the worry about fading a line like San Jose one is that you know if you have five percent San Jose one and the field is thirty percent and they go off, you're probably toast. Um, but I just, I just think there are other lines that are as good um, as them that will have, you know, good to great matchups uh, at much less ownership at the same price. So that's my only argument against San Jose one. And that's why I'm going more down to San Jose two. Uh, you know, I just make fun of, I just spent time making fun of Patrick Marlowe, but I'm going to have to put, I'm, I think I took him out of the one lineup. I have a minute. I'm just going with Hurdle and Meyer um, as my duos. Um, on the blue line, like you mentioned Chikrin, one thing I want to mention, we were talking in Slack earlier, Alex Goligoski got some power play one minutes, but that was only after Jacob Chikrin got a high stick last game and had to leave the ice. Um, expect Chikrin back on power play one and, uh, Osterley and Oliver Ekman Larson on power play two. So what do you like for defenseman here? Yeah. I mean, Osterley is a decent punt, uh, 2,900 sharks take a ton of penalties. He sees a little bit of power play time. I think he can do that. Ekman Larson, 4,100. I know it's like some people are going to put him in. Like, I just, I don't know. He's fallen off a cliff for me. I don't want to spend the 4,100 there. Um, so really it's Chikrin, then Osterley, then Golagoski in that order for the Coyotes. If you really need a min price, you know, block shot 
Jason Demers, but like Demers, however he pronounces it, um, I guess is okay. Like if you really need to get down the min price, I'd find the extra hundred for Dmitry Orlov. And then on the uh, shark side, you know, if you're stacking the power play burns and Carlson makes sense, Carlson's been so bad, but um, as long as he's on the power play, I think you got to go there. And then if you are, you know, using, you know, hurdle Meyer and you want to correlate in the power play, I think you can put in Mario Ferraro. I think I'd rather have him than Oliver Ekman Larson. Um, But both of those guys don't, I don't really want to pay for it around that price. Yeah, I'm with you, uh, especially on Oliver Ekman Larson. Absolutely no interest in him. For me, it's probably just going to be Osterley uh, or Chickering from Arizona and some Carlson from San Jose. I'm not playing Aiden Hill in that, but I am probably going to correlate Party Marty in a couple San Jose lineups. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, he's been great recently. And, you know, he has an NHL goaltender, so he's going to have his, you know, hot streaks and stuff. I just... I can't do it. Like I just have, I'd rather play heli bucket 7,400. I think, um, I think Martin Jones, if you, if you think he continues his hot streak is going to have some leverage. I, I, I would imagine a lot of people share my opinions on the sharks goalies. So I think you're going to get Jones for lower, definitely lower than heli buck. So I think it makes sense if you're correlating, I would never one off Martin Jones though. Yeah. I'm not one offing him. He's only in my San Jose two lineups. All right. Uh, we have one more game to get to before we get there. Um, MLB season just around the corner, man, I can't wait for baseball season. I'm really excited uh, to just watch some ball games. Now uh, MLB season is just around the corner and we have a special deal for anyone looking to get their feet wet. We have a promo going on right now where users can get nine days of Osmo Plus MLB for just $9 using the promo code starting nine. So uh, head on over to Osmo.com. You can get nine days of Osmo Plus MLB for just $9 using the promo code starting nine, nine, the number nine. All right, uh, let's get to this final game. Winnipeg 2.7 implied gold total. Calgary 3.2 implied gold total. Calgary had some new lines. Um, Godro uh, with Monaghan. Uh, and Lindholm, which was a line that they had used a lot in prior seasons, not so much this year. And then Backlund, Kachuk, Manjapane, uh, the second line, which is uh, looks to be a really, really good line. Um, pretty low total here on Winnipeg, even though Calgary just came off getting their brains beat in by Ottawa repeatedly. So I'm interested to see what you think on this game. Yeah, so with these new lines, there is a couple spots that I like. So you, you would... You would think with these new lines that Kachuk, Backlund, Mangiapane is going to go out against Winnipeg 1, Shifley, Stasny, Wheeler. Um, that takes me off Winnipeg 1. They've been better with Stasny of late, but uh, I don't want to go into Backlund, Mangiapane, Kachuk, especially if Winnipeg 2 is going to see Monaghan and Goudreau. Like, that combo has just been awful. Like, Lindholm is definitely better than the third wheels that have been there, but I don't think he's going to bring that line up to the point where you go, oh man, I don't want to stack against Monaghan and Gaudreau. So I think Connor Dubois Eulers is uh, a line that I really like tonight. Uh, their ownership is all under 10%. Um, Dubois and Eulers on power play too, which, you know, the second unit scored a couple of power play goals the other night. Uh, you get Connor on power play one. Uh, so this is, you know, it's not a fully correlated line, but. They do, you know, they are very good five on five. They get a good, they get an advantageous matchup. I prefer them over the top line and they're going to be lower owned than the top line. And then, then I, I like Winnipeg three tonight. I know cop is coming off a four goal game, but that does not sway why they're going to get Lucic, Bennett and Dylan Dubé. Like that line is up there with some of the, Ooh, like, I know I've talked up like Lucic, but he's he, that was when he was with Backland and Mangiapane, like competent players like Sam Bennett and Dylan Dubé for like maybe they're good offensively. They're just not good defensively. So like this Winnipeg third line is going to have their way. Uh, I'm not saying go all in like, if you're, <laughs> like, yeah, I have them in 90 of 150 night. No, nothing like that. But I, I think it would behoove you at their ownership to have at least some there. Uh, Cop might have some inflated ownership coming off a four goal game, but I think, you know, and he is on power play too, but Lowry isn't some scrub and Appleton's actually looked pretty good recently. So I think there is some things to like on the third line. And then 
Um, so on the Calgary side, I think if I was going to go to line, it'd be Kachuk, Backlund, Mangiapane. I really like that combo. Shifley, Wheeler, Stasny have been playing better, you know, since Stasny has gone there, but their numbers have regressed a little bit. So I think there is room for them to take advantage of them five on five. So I, I do like this Calgary second line. If you want to call it the second line, could be the first line. Like you, it's just semantics at this point. If you want to play Gaudreau, Monaghan, Lindholm, because they fully correlate on the power play and Winnipeg's penalty kill isn't great. I think that's fine. Um, so I think you can do that. But for me, this is my favorite lines from this game are Winnipeg two and Calgary two. So uh, the first thing I want to talk about, honestly, is the third lines, because it seems like I'm, I think I'm on the opposite side of you on this game with as far with respect to the third lines. Um, that Winnipeg, okay, Andrew Cobb, four-goal game, fine, it happened. All right, we'll deal with that. Winnipeg's third line, 1.6 expected goals for per 60, 2.5 expected goals against, 39% expected goal share. Like, that's terrible. Like, however bad you think Bennett, Lucic, uh, Bennett and Lucic might be together, Bennett, Lucic, and Dubé, like 39% is a really bad line. So I'm actually on the opposite side of the third lines here. I'm going to have some more uh, of that Winnipeg or the Calgary third line, Dubé, Bennett, Lucic. I'm not stacking them. I'm not three man stacking. The most I'll do is two more, more likely. I'll probably just one off some guys. Uh, but I do like, I do. I like, I don't know if that Calgary line is going to be good or bad, but based off what they've done so far this year, four goal game aside, I know that that Winnipeg third line is going to be bad. So that's just kind of the way I'm looking at it. I don't think like, like Calgary's third line might actually be worse than them. Like that's the thing here. Uh, Like we just don't know. So it's like, I'm definitely taking a risk here. Um, I just think that uh, that Calgary third line just isn't in such a bad matchup. Um, I'm going to probably Winnipeg power play stack quite a bit here tonight. Uh, I just, I don't really, I don't really want to get down. Like Ehlers is super expensive. Dubois price is coming up. Like Winnipeg two is starting to push 19 K. And when you're pushing 19 K for a line that only has one guy on the top power play unit, like that's a lot of, that's a lot of cash for me. So I'm probably going to lean more towards power play stacks for Winnipeg uh, on the Calgary side. I'm with you, Backlund, Manchapani, Kachuk, by far looks like the best line to me. So that's where I would go on the flame side. Uh, for defensemen, I'm probably just correlating. But the one thing that we should mention is that Chris Tanev and Noah Hannafin have been leading in five-on-five ice time uh, for the last five or six games. It hasn't been Giordano uh, or Rasmus Anderson, which I thought was really interesting. Yeah, but I mean, if you are using uh, that second, the Kachuk-Backlund line, I think you can use – Giordano you can use Hannafin just because you know uh Kachuk's on the top power play back on Manjipani on the second power play so you can use either the power play quarterbacks uh Tanev I mean I'd rather play Hannafin than Tanev but if you know you're a Tanev junkie I mean you can put him in if he does see you know the the minutes on the Winnipeg side like I I get it if you want to use Morrissey for the top power play I just I don't know. He, he just bothers me. Uh, I, I really like Neil Pionk, um, especially if you're using the second line or the third line, you want to use like Lowry, Cop, Pionk. I think that's fine. Um, obviously, Morrissey for the correlation. I definitely wouldn't want off him. And then goalies, I like uh, Hellybuck. Anytime you can get uh, Hellybuck cheap on the road, I think you can put him in. I also like Markstrom in this game. He's not overpriced. He's 7,800 at home. Um, I lean Hellybuck as a one-off in this game just because he's cheaper. But I think if you're cor- if you're using Flames, I think Markstrom is perfectly acceptable. Yeah, my two favorite goalies are the two goalies in this game. Oddly enough, um, love them both. Have more Hellybuck than Markstrom, but I'll definitely have some of both. Um, all right, we're gonna get out of here. Uh, before we get out of here, Josh, think of your hat trick pick. My hat trick pick. Uh, for tonight is going like I picked him before and he hasn't done it, but I'm praying that he does it for us. Here tonight, Kyle Connor is my hat trick pick. Who you got? Christian Dvorak. Christian Dvorak. I love it. All right. Before you guys get out of here, please like and subscribe. Click the bell for notifications. That'll let you know whenever we come back on the air. Uh, for our producer, Tyler, uh, for Joshua, Joshua uh, Captain America Harris, this is Michael Clifford saying good luck tonight, everybody. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.